Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. If you had a mullet, it would be out of business in the front and party in the back. <laughs> Sorry about tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of the wife beater? Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. hear that it's brent and landon and this is the dryline farmer podcast yes believe it or not this is the return of the regular program of the dryline farmer podcast and we've even got landon on the line landon is in a different city now he's like in a different almost in a different time zone i think landon where are you at i'm in the big city of amarillo oh okay so what time is it there <laughs> what time is it here? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't change time zones. <laughs> how, how far apart do you think we are? <laughs> well, Landon made the big move from H-Town to A-Town, so he's still in the 806, but nonetheless, he's still at a distance, and I bet that's kind of where we're going to be for a time being. Anyway, but like I said, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We hope you all have enjoyed the short bus episodes. Um, had a lot of fun producing those and um, trying to cram them into the shortest amount of time that I could with what I have to offer. So um, we're back in the saddle, Landon. Tell tell everybody, how's it been? Like I said, we just said you moved. Anything else? Something's got to be new in your life. No more kids or anything like that? Nothing I know of. No, okay. it's just like uh, it's just like Don Williams said. I'm still living on Tulsa time. So Yeah, that's good. Nothing, that's good. nothing really changed. I've still got the same same job. And... Uh, yeah, I get to drive. I get to drive an extra hundred miles a day, so that's, that's got that going for me. You got that bonus. So they're paying mileage, I'm sure. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I know they're real generous. Our co-op, Brent. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. So uh, anyway, well, that's good to hear. Great to have Landon back. So uh, we're just gonna get right into it this week. We've got so we got the Olympics that just finished up here, and um, so we never get could get together and do an episode during the Olympics, so we decided we're going to go ahead and finish off the Olympics officially with an Olympic-themed episode. So uh, this week, we just decided we talk about maybe if we went to the Olympics and just showed up, what events might we be competitive in if we just showed up uninvited, unannounced, you know, we came there illegally, we just like jumped across the border, got in the boat, or something like that, you know, stole away in the Titanic, even though it didn't have worked out very good. Lana, did you watch any of the Olympics? No, but I watched Titanic. Yeah, you watched that one part many times. <laughs> I have to draw you. There, you know, you if, if you were good at, at Olympic sports, that's when you would combine Winter and Summer Olympics in that movie, and you might survive. Yeah, yeah, because you. So you've got your. Um, well, I mean, they have to have like a polar bear club, wouldn't they? Yeah, S- swimming in cold weather. <laughs> yeah. So it, I mean, of course, you already have your wetsuit. Um, 
let's see, what could you, I mean, so when like when the Titanic went vertical, it could be like the luge or like the skeleton or something. See how and far those, you can go without hitting the propeller. And those guys with the playing, playing the music, uh, you the or- your yeah. artistic dancing or artistic <laughs> swimming or whatever. <laughs> if you're hanging from a rope, you could be doing like the rhythm gymnastics where you're, it's like you're swinging the ribbon around, except you're on a rope hanging on for dear life. And um, or <laughs> commentators would be like, interesting, interesting vessel here on the rowing team. And they're on a door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the door, the uh, the door bob or something like that, you know, and uh, up there using an axe handle. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me there's not any more room on that door. And uh, let's see what else. So maybe posing or, you know, sneaking onto a boat that's only for women and children. I mean, I think that would be a highly sought-after event. I I would think you'd have to be really salty to even qualify to get into that event. Posing as some kid's dad. (laughs) Yeah, right, stealing children so that you can get on with them as they're their only child and the mother is already, you know, drowned or whatever. So that would be be pretty exciting. Or um, holding holding your breath, (laughs) holding your breath contests. That would be... It's been over a hundred years. It's it, you can laugh about it now. It, it's funny now. You just you just start uh, having AIDS. Just started being funny last year. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, we're talking Olympics. We're gonna start out with the Winter Olympics and see how far we get into it. But um, but you did so. So you said you didn't watch any of the Olympics. No, I didn't see any of it, Brent. I see. We watched a little bit of a. Oh, certainly didn't watch any basketball. I watched, I caught a little beach volleyball, of course. Everybody's got to watch the, the women's beach volleyball. And uh, watched a little swimming, some diving. Uh, let's see, what else? Watched some badminton. That was pretty awesome. I have to admit, I'll never forget at the rec center at Texas Tech on a Friday night. Those, uh, the um, foreign exchange students would be out there in the rec center. And I mean, they would be slamming each other. With the, the, we asked them what they, how they spent like to spend their Friday night, and they said they were hitting the cock around, and that's what they call it. <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's You're a, like, hey, us too. <laughs> it's a shut. <laughs> yeah, you see this sausage fest? We're fixing to do a three on three deal here, and there ain't a chick involved. But um, yeah. you know, it's a shuttle cock is what they hit her, huh? <laughs> I said, y'all have internet at your house? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but no, it's called a shuttlecock is what they hit around, or, you know, we always called it a birdie. But, yeah, I uh, thought it's called a birdie. Yeah. Just one of the one of the many elusive things from golf. Yeah, so, um, you know, they, they, they uh, stole it from golf. But um, whatever the case, um, watched, that is really, that's pretty interesting. I mean, it sounds, you know, it sounds kind of comical and everything, but I mean, you got to be pretty legit, but we're going to get into that, so... Guys, we're going to be right back after this with a new sponsor we've got. And um, we're going to have, what would we be competitive in if we just showed up to the Olympics? Only on the Dryline Farmer Podcast, brought to you by the Global Ag Network. Hi, this is Chris and Donna. And we're here with the Chris and Donna Gymnastics Hour. Do you want your three-year-old to be in the Olympics by the time they're seven, like any good Asian girl would be? Well, you call us Chris and Donna. We're a couple that's been married for 47 years, never had children, but yet we run children's gymnastics programs to get your kids ready for the Olympics. Call us today. We're not creepy at all. Okay, guys, welcome back. Let's just get right into this thing. Britain Landon, go to the Olympics, uninvited, 
uh, unqualified, but yet we think we're going to be competitive. And here are the events that we think we can compete in. In the 2028 Olympiad, whatever it is, only on the Dryline Farmer podcast. Here we go. Okay, Landon, now what would be your destination of choice if you went to the Olympics? Like, are you thinking Kabul or like Pyongyang? What are you thinking? Probably somewhere close. Maybe maybe Oklahoma, Colorado <laughs> area, Kansas maybe. So if we had the Olympics in like Tulsa, what <laughs> what do you what do you think that would what would that atmosphere be like? Oh, it'd be perfect. <laughs> I, obviously you'd have to have the summer Olympics there because there's not too many mountains around. But um, yeah, it's true. I think there would have to be an event of just staying alive in the heat and humidity, because <laughs> yeah. even over in Japan, I know they had one day where they during the golf tournament tournament it was like a hundred and ten degree heat index, and I didn't think it got that hot in Japan, but apparently it does. So um, who that, knew the Olympics had a par three tournament? <laughs> I, I you know I was shocked too, and it was at a night course too. It was like at Preston West, you know. They had the lights and everything, and all you needed was a wedge and a putter. So, uh, yeah, that was a pretty competitive Olympics, uh, Olympic event. But um, maybe that's one we could compete in. But all right, yeah. Landon. So we're now we're talking summer, but we're going to go winter. Now, Winter Olympics, I don't know. Moscow seems pretty bleak. Moscow seems pretty bleak. I don't know. Maybe Reykjavik, Iceland. I don't know if they've ever had it there or not. Uh, yeah, is good. That's where, they, that's where uh, Rocky was training for Rocky Four. Oh, okay. Okay, well, let's say we're in Moscow, and this is, you know, obviously after the Cold War, so we might make it back alive. We might not make it back alive. But whatever the case, Landon, you go ahead and start off with the first event. Now, what is an event you think, if you just showed up, you could be competitive in? I could be the third person in the bobsled. (laughs) Okay. Now, what do you think it takes to be number three in the bobsled? What, what, What kind of qualifications do you think you would require of you? I'm hoping about 205 pounds, and I'm hoping my baldness would help us help us go a little faster. I was gonna say that I'm pretty sure they all shave their heads, but on top of I that, I'm a tighter helmet. I'm pretty sure they're wearing a helmet, yeah. So, um, I mean that that's obviously something I think you could just show because all you got to do is count. To, what do they count to? Washed. What are they? What is it? In cool Runnings. You know, washed. Because who they were trying to copy was it the Russians? I forget. But, I remember they said they had a song about Jamaica has a bobsled team. Oh yeah. So anyway, would you? How comfortable or uncomfortable would you be as the number three guy practicing in the hotel tub? I I would be pretty uncomfortable because <laughs> I'm I've never been a fan of being Lucky Pierre. No, I don't I don't disagree with it. You know I it, think, huh? It's, it takes me back to my single cab pickup days as a kid. <laughs> Just didn't didn't like that. So not you wouldn't want to be number two. You'd want to be number three, huh? Yeah, either, either one. I, I I figure number three is probably the least important. Yeah, I mean I, I'm sure they have like in a relay they still have like an anchor because I know the first guy number one drives, which I don't really know what driving a bobsled entails. It's really just kind of like holding on to the insides of the nose of the bobsled. I know the yeah. the the the, ba- the back guy has the brakes. And I would probably freak out and probably just try to stick my hands back on the ice and push down to slow us down, even though we're going like a thousand miles an hour. 
So I'm, that, sure, I'm sure two and three are like the ones that are in there praying very hard. Yeah, well, that's why they're that's why they're bending over so bad because they're praying the whole time. So, um, yeah, that would be. I mean, that's certainly a team sport. I don't know if they go like do team activities during you know training or whatever, where they one guy stands in front of another guy and they push him over and he trusts the other guy behind him is going to catch him. You know, something I think, like. I think whenever like the bobsled guys hang out, they like hang out with the people that are their spot on the other teams. So I would be hanging out with the other the other third people. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You would hang it out with number threes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's what I'm pretty sure. Do you think what would a th- would a three get an eight or just the ones get eights <laughs> or tens? <laughs> In Moscow, no. It's probably like a probably like a four. Maybe. What's the what's the exchange rate on hotness between communists <laughs> and capitalists? I don't know what it is, but I gotta say. Unless you get to Sweden, it's probably a little more to their advantage, but um, whatever the I'm, a, I'm an Olympic athlete. What do you do? I'm the third person <laughs> in the bobsled. Uh, <laughs> you, don't, you do nothing. Yeah, or however they talk. It's a lot of <laughs> phlegm or something. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So the bobsled, yeah, I could definitely do, I could definitely dig that because that'd be fun. It'd be kind of like riding the mousetrap at Wonderland Park, I would think, you know. the seat. There's no seat belts, you know, you're... You don't usually wear a helmet at Wonderland, even though they recommend it. But um, whatever the case, it's a it's a fun event nonetheless. So, all right. So something a, a little bit safer. I'm gonna say, and you probably don't need a helmet. You just need a good voice, and that's curling. Now, I definitely think I could um, compete in curling because all it is is, you know, everybody knows what curl curling is. They, I think they call them the stones with the handle on it. It looks like a big kettle. And I don't. I think the Canadians might call them kettles, but whatever the case, um, it's you know everybody knows what curling is. It's got the the little lane of ice, and you know you've got the housekeeping guy that's sweeping it to try to make it spin and curl or whatever. But I want to be the guy that pushes it, like just starts it out. I don't want to be the sweeper guy because every time I let it go, I'm every time I'm gonna say, oh yeah, <laughs> every time, and I would want that mic like right in my face. So everybody across the globe could hear me going, as soon as I let it go, oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just going to immediately tell them, don't touch it. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, I mean, when it's not perfect, though, you're going to hear it from me because, I mean, those freaking curler pushers, they freaking scream at the guy that's sweeping. I don't know. Is that like a squeegee or a broom or what? It's not a broom. It looks more like a squeegee with, like, fingers on it. I don't know, but no matter what, even if they throw it exactly where they want it, they're still pissed off. Every time they're just like over there talking like, man, man, we, oh, we could have got better. It's like, yeah. Where it's, did you want it? It's like, um, you know, two drunk guys being in, uh, in a cornhole contest and they're taking it all serious. Like they're doing $100 a bag or something, you know. Right. And um, they get I mean, all pissed off and they want to fight and stuff. These people are actually in that, a... But I would want like a full-size push broom. <laughs> yeah, or a dust mop or something, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess you know when I first saw curling, I'm like, are they heating up the ice or what? What are they doing to get that thing to curl? But uh, it always intrigued me. So I think curling. I mean, as long as you, that's just one of those deals where you just show up, and um, I think you can be a competitor. So yeah, I it's pretty. So. Uh, and then you know when you're done, you can make some waffles and chicken or something like that. It's kind of it's kind of like that old sports commercial where it shows this fat guy in a t-shirt sitting on a bench and it says something like obese man or something. And then they put like a bowling shirt on him and they're like, 
it changes to professional athlete. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the same guy. <laughs> it's like old Jim Rome said: if you can if you can compete in a sport while holding a cigarette in one hand and a beer in the other, chances are it's not a competitive sport. That's so, very true. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it's fun nonetheless. Okay, Landon, you're up next now. What's your what do you think you compete in in the, in the Winter Olympics? Well, I'm kind of wondering what the skeleton is, but I'm going to say the biathlon because you get to you get, to, you get shoot. to ski a little bit and you get to shoot a gun. Now, the whole the whole point of that, mind you, is shooting while you're almost next to death being exhausted. That's true. Yeah. Do you think there's a little PTSD somewhere in there in the biathlon? I mean, you've got somebody <laughs> wore out to their wits end and now you're going to hand them a shotgun or a rifle. <laughs> is that really a good idea? I think it would be a, a better event if, like, what you were shooting was, like, the animal that comes to kill you on Ski Free. <laughs> so you're thinking you ski of... so far, and they send that guy after you. you <laughs> yeah. get to take him out. I would think they would send the guy out that's yelling during the curling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweep this, bitch. So anyway, of course, I think it's, like, not even a 22. Like, it's a... Maybe it's just a 22. I don't know what they're shooting, but it's pretty low caliber. I think it is. I'm pretty sure it's a 22. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I would think, you know, if they maybe, yeah, it's like the remnant or something where they got the bear that's going to like, you know, get you from behind, like in the bobsled, but <laughs> <laughs> at least make it, at least put some blood into it, you know? So, um, yeah, the biathlon would be pretty interesting if we just showed up. I mean, Moscow, there's probably a few AK 47s walking around. So now <laughs> you were talking about yeah. the skeleton, the, basically the skeleton is like the luge, except you're on your stomach. So instead, you're going, you're going head first, that's going head first on your stomach, and yeah, I'm going to steer clear of that one. Yeah, and I think the helmet, as Jerry Seinfeld said, at that point the helmet is wearing you for protection because <laughs> if you come off yeah. of that little two by four, uh, the the is hanging. Yeah, the, the helmet is hanging onto you. So at least the luge. If you come up, what would be worse, coming off the luge or coming off the skeleton board? I mean. Mm. I would have to think the skeleton. I mean, just because it's face first, but the, uh, yeah, I don't know who catches more speed. I mean, they both go about eighty miles an hour. Yeah, pretty much you're you're pretty much toast if you come out come off that deal. I mean, chances are they call it the skeleton for a reason. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. if you mess up, this is what you're going to be in about seven months. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's what you're going to be in about four seconds. Yeah, yeah, as your guts come flying out of the top of your helmet. But um, yeah, so it's a uh, it's pretty legit. So now we talked before we started recording. Landon thinks he can be in the ski jumping event. Now tell me, tell me why you think you'd be qualified to be on that, or you could make it. Oh, just just in case. I mean, the only reason I think so is just if I made it down the, if I could stay still long enough to make it down the big ramp. Yeah. And then after that, you're just going. I mean, if you come off that with enough speed, I'd say you're probably competing. Well, I'm going to ask you a question here. Do you? So what you're saying is. It doesn't look as it does. It's not as hard as it looks. Is that what you're saying? No, I think it's really hard. I'm just saying if you could just master the first part of of yeah. getting in good position, coming down the ramp. Once you're in the air, you're you're, you're going to make a, a distance. You're going to like you know, you're going to have a score. You have. Now, if it's more than once. If you have to do more than one jump, I'm out because after one jump, <laughs> you're a skeleton. Have, I'm going to blow out two Achilles, and I'm not going to be able to walk for about nine months. Right. So. You think you might one shot, one shot. You think you might want to have a leg day before you do the ski jump? 
<laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> It'd be my last one for a while. Because, you know, so it's kind of a deceptive. They really don't get that high. Um, they they stay kind of, I mean, as far as ski, you know, as far as jumping goes, they're really not that high off the ground. They just almost run parallel with it once they, you know, once they leave the uh, the ramp or whatever. But um, I, I don't be know. freaking out so bad. I wouldn't be able to stay still in the air. I'd be waving my arms and... I, well, I don't know why have they not put helmet cams on that thing. That would be the ultimate. That would be awesome, especially on the intro to the wide world of sports when they have the agony of defeat and that guy like tumbles down into a snowball. You know, back in the ninety eighties and nineties when they had that intro, the wide world of sports. You saw that, didn't you? Oh yeah, that was a good the, show. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, and they got this poor bastard just freaking turning into a snowball because he came <laughs> off the side of the ski jump. I mean, that's awesome. That was before Jackass was Jackass. <laughs> I remember watching like 10 years ago, they were doing the ski jumping. Yeah. And this lady goes up, and when she lands, her, her knee just explodes. And mm-hmm. so she's just beginning the fun. She's like going down like 200 <laughs> feet down this freaking mountain. She's only halfway there. And just there. screaming the whole way. And they just keep replaying it yeah. in, in live speed. Yeah. And you see her land, and immediately she's screaming. And you know her knee's like getting really destroyed the further down she goes. And the uh, whole time she's just screaming in pain. It's awful. Yeah, it's like Conor McGregor when he got his ankle turned backwards, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I that mean, doesn't go there. That doesn't t- it's not supposed to point that way. But on mm. the same token, I think freestyle skiing, is that the one? I think, is that just yeah. like going down mo? No, that's going down the ramps. Yeah, you go down, you go up a ramp, and you do like some somersaults and stuff. Yeah, See, I think I could do that because I've done some funky stuff when I fall on skiing. I'm a horrible skier, by the way. But I think if I accidentally landed on my feet, I might get a pretty good score. <laughs> it's not about landing on your feet. It's about staying on your feet. Yeah. True. But, I mean, I'd be like that one girl, Carrie Strug. I mean, she made mm-hmm. that jump with a broken ankle. I could do that in, yeah. s- in skiing. <laughs> Cause you, I know because you've done it before, Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, your score is still point one. Like, yes, you landed, but, but that the, wasn't good form. But and the you di- broke your ankle. <laughs> but the difficulty was a ten, so you know you got points for <laughs> yeah. that. You know why was it? Why was it a difficulty of a ten? Because I've never done it before. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now anything else you see on the on the winter side that you might might be interested in? No, not really. Like. So I know they have like roller derby for for the girls at the at the ice at the uh, skating rink. They they have short track speed skating. Like if say they went to like a women's prison and like they had to they made them sh- you know uh, skate on like shivs tied to their shoes. I think that would be a really entertaining sport. But that's just me. So Home, homemade skates. Yeah, <laughs> made out that, of it. A- that one was. I thought that one might have said the Nordic track. I might compete in that, but it's yeah. Nordic combined. So. <laughs> You just see a bunch of these uh, women skating around with sharpened toothbrush handles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are they all smoking? <laughs> yeah, right. So why do I smell burnt plastic? I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to go ahead and move on over to the Summer Olympics. Now, the Summer Olympics, I think, takes a little bit more, I don't know if it's stamina or what, because you don't really have any rowing. You don't have any marathons in the um, in the uh, in the Winter Olympics. So, I'm just going to I move over here to the Summer Olympics. Now, Landon, Landon said uh, he's going to I'm going to let him talk about sailing. He thinks he can do sailing. Why do why do you think that's so uh is it I can't remember if that's like a two-person team, four, single guy, do you know? 
Oh, I'm hoping it would be a bunch because I would just want to sit on the boat and yeah. get a suntan. Now you do realize, yeah, you can't, you don't need a koozie for sailing. This is not that type of sailing. Yeah. yeah. Where, where do we put the beer? <laughs> yeah. Where's, sport? where's the damn Yeti? But um, I, I you like do a cannonball and diving. That's what I need to know. You know, I think I could do. I think I could do archery because I did watch Dances with Wolves and Maverick, and um, I think, and I did go to 4-H camp, and we shot into a whole bunch of hay bales one time. But I, I, watched, I watched Men in Tights. So <laughs> yeah. So, but I think really the one we need to we need to focus on is is badminton, and uh, that that's one of those sports that I played as a kid. So I grew up playing badminton. Now. It wasn't the badminton that I have watched on TV. We actually watched some badminton, and um, the court that I played on was the backyard, and there was a whole lot bigger area to get the ball in. And, of course, we always had to fight the wind. And these, I, I didn't know badminton was an indoor sport until um, I saw it on TV or actually was at the uh, rec center at Tech. But um, I think badminton, it doesn't take a whole lot of stamina. You just got to be kind of quick. And um, basically, from what I could tell watching the badminton, is you had to basically do two things. Is hit the shuttlecock across the net and not hit your partner in the back of the head. Because <laughs> it's like it's like people it's like people playing tennis in a porter potty. That's how much room these people have in between partners. Um and it, I bet it smelled about the same. But nonetheless, um the volleys only I mean, the volleys only last about maybe four or five back and forths. And by that time, you know, the, the camera guy's already tired. The shuttlecock's already wore out, and everybody's smoking a cigarette when it's over with. But um, it, it did look entertaining. I don't know. What do you think? It looks fun, but I, I just I, I don't have the lateral skills anymore. To yeah. Go side to side. Your um, softball, the, your late softball career doesn't didn't prepare you for this, or what? I was actually looking at that. I wonder if they have slow pitch softball. <laughs> I don't think they do. Do they, do they have beer league Olympic softball? Yeah, I'm not sure if they have beer belly. Um, Beer belly, badminton, or beer belly, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, my legs are pretty well gone, but maybe I could compete in the rowing. Okay, tell yeah, the rowing look take looks like, like I don't think you switch off landing. Like it's a stro- every stroke you're comp- you're uh, competing. Know. You know, you're participating. Yeah. So I, I think I, I think I could just show up. I think I think I could compete. What Our about team wouldn't win, but. Now, okay, now moving down the list here, we've got beach volleyball. I don't look very good in bikini bottom, so I'm going to say no on that one. Um, I'd have to be the guy that, that plays beach volleyball in the cutoff. Like, <laughs> like, and I kind of look like Anthony Edwards does now. I was going to say, if you look like Goose or Iceman and they're slapping each other on the butt, I'm, I'm turning the channel pretty fast. Well, I'd have, I'd have to look like Goose. I'd have to have the cutoff T-shirt because I don't have the abs to... You don't have the six-pack to uh, go along with it, so go, yeah. go topless. <laughs> so, okay, moving down here. Now, we've got equestrian. Now, you don't have to be real athletic. That's really all on the horse at that point. Yeah, so, I can do that. I, I can sit on a horse. Now, my maybe wife and I... Yeah. Maybe get this place. I mean, you don't really... You just have to hang on, pretty much. And um, me, my wife and I talked about, like, the, how do they get the horses over to... Like, so it was in Japan this year. That's like about the farthest place you can go. So we looked it up. They fly the horses over. Like, they have to do it like a month ahead of time. And um, I don't know. I think they drug the horse. It's a whole, I mean, it's a whole production. But um, Pretty get, stressful on them, isn't it? Well, I mean, uh, if you drug them and they go to sleep, I guess, you know, if you put them up in first class, they probably don't bitch as much. But <laughs> whatever the case, they fly them over there and they have to, you know, take them two or three weeks to get them acclimated. 
and all that stuff. And so it's, uh, I think, you know, if you just showed up with a, like some burrow or something, you could just show up and compete. You may not win, but you might, you could still compete. But um, so moving down here, we've got golf. I could compete in that. I could play in it just because you know I play golf. So, but next to golf is handball. Now I'm surprised they don't have hacky sack, but I did actually watch a little bit of handball. And basically, this is just soccer with your hands. Like you can't even touch. It's against the rules to touch the ball with your foot in this game. So it's uh yeah, it's um it's a pretty interesting I could, game. I could compete in boxing until my opponent caught up to me. Now, Landon, playing Mike Tyson punch out does not prepare you adequately for boxing in the Olympics. I hate to tell you. No, I'm just saying I could compete for you know thirty seconds. Maybe. Well, like so, Conor McGregor like got knocked out. I forgot how long it took. It wasn't very long, but he still made like what fifty mil. Yeah. Um, for breaking an ankle. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what the I wonder what the what the winnings are if you get dead last in boxing in the Olympics. Probably like. In the Olympics, you, <laughs> well, if you're from China, you don't go back home. That's what you do. That's what you win. Well, like the like the lady that won the gold medal in wrestling, she got like what thirty seven thousand dollars was her prize from the Olympics. Yes, really, I didn't know they paid. Yeah, because she used the money to to buy her mom something. Freedom. <laughs> I, I didn't know either until until that. Yeah. So I'm huh. kind of like Happy Gilmore, like so. Even if I'm coming dead last, I'm still going to get some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes to his first golf tournament yeah right it's like I, I don't care just give me one of those big checks i don't care <laughs> he goes so how much do you get if you win this uh 115,000. what about if you come in dead last i'm uh, $7, oh sweet <laughs> you're saying if i come in dead last i still make it all right so moving forward here so we got handball hot i guess that's probably field hockey or something but um let's see mountain bike rhythmic gymnastics i have no rhythm so i can't do that we watched a little bit of rugby. Now, that was kind of fun to watch. Basically, that's just a, a game of keep you away with a whole bunch of guys that are a lot bigger than you. That's all that amounts to. Because, I mean, these guys are, like, lowering their shoulder like they're freaking Lawrence Taylor, but with no pads. Like, mm -hmm. there's not a guy on that field that knows what their name is and think tomorrow is banana. I mean, <laughs> everybody has got a concussion. Nobody knows which way they're going. They're, it's like they're the. It's like the president of the United States is playing himself out there. Is what it looks like. So, but uh, I know definitely for sure I cannot be you know just show up and play some rugby. But um, yeah, I so. think you could. Hey, Brent, I got to ask you on a couple of these pictures. First off, on the modern pentathlon, uh huh. You think. Would you rather be the guy with the gun shooting the runner in the back or the guy with the sword stabbing the guy on the horse in the back? I would rather be the guy in the swimming. Like, and, and all of this is taking place underwater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. So we're on Olympics.com, and they've got all these cool little, uh, you know, stick figures, uh, you know, depicting what sport um, they're doing. I don't know why the karate guy is not doing the crane kick. I don't either. I don't know why Mr. Miyagi is not standing in the background. Shaking his head up and down, not nodding his head while Cobra Kai is sweeping the leg. And I have to ask on marathon swimming, are you trying to keep your cell phone out of the water? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's is that a buoy or something? I don't know. And it, tur and it turns your right leg gray. That's what I don't understand. So true. true. Yeah. But um yeah, interesting observation there. So moving down here, we've got so Pete, I got table tennis, or as we know, ping pong. Landon, do you think you could be competitive in that? I mean, I know you watched Forrest Gump. I could I couldn't beat I couldn't beat my three year old at table tennis. That's pretty it's pretty sad. I know I'm horrible. The track cycling looks like it looks pretty uh pretty entertaining. 
Um, but there's not near enough crashes, you know. I would think there would be more crashes in track cycle. Uh, which brings to mind, I wonder why they don't have NASCAR in the Olympics. I mean, that's a big sport in no the United kidding. States. You would think they'd have NASCAR. They have spin cycling. <laughs> that's right. Okay, so the... Uh, I could do trampoline. Trampoline, yeah. I don't think you could get your legs that straight, though, especially upside down. Uh, I would just want to play crack the egg. <laughs> yeah. This is the where you, I forgot what the move they call it, but you jump and you just sit, the jump sit or something. Or I wonder if they have some, the edge of like somebody's house and everybody's jumping off the side of the roof and landing on the trampoline. I don't, that might be a good one. But, um, well, wrapping up here, we've got the last one we think we could compete in, although I don't know if we'd be very competitive, is weightlifting. So, um, Landon, how much do you think you could probably deadlift uh, on the weightlifting? Oh gosh, deadlift. Let's see. Is that what they're at. doing? Is a deadlift where they go over their head? No, that. I don't think that's deadlift. Um, I think deadlift is just when you where you extend your back. Is it a power clean? I think it's a. Some, I think it's. A oh, clean. it's. Oh, we talked about this. A clean and clean, jerk. Clean and jerk. There you go. Clean and jerk. We talked about this several episodes ago. Yeah. I know you would be good at that, Landon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what guy wouldn't jerk. be good at that? I'm a lot better at the jerk than I am the clean. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, clean. <laughs> clean it. Okay, I, we better I stop. I did water polo. That's the one event that I did watch this year, and I can honestly tell you that if I substituted in to play water polo, I would already be tired. What about, I didn't even notice, do the referees, do they, like, stay on each end, or do they have to follow the, like, like I would, if I was a official... I would make I would have a referee at both ends and one in the middle, or you know, why just they, sitting in the lifeguard chair. Why aren't they just in lifeguard chairs? Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. With a whistle. I don't know why. I mean, volleyball games they don't have the officials in the middle of the court, so I don't know why <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't put the yeah, guys in the, the lifeguard with chair. The libero or whatever jersey, whatever they're called. <laughs> right. No weightlifting. I don't. I don't think I would compete. No. I don't. I don't, I don't Regardless think of what you identified as, yeah. 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 Even then, <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think throwing up 225 on the bench press is going to get me very far. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, maybe a maybe a change of underwear, but other than that, that's <laughs> yeah. When if you see my asshole oozing down the side of my tights <laughs> as I try to lift 50 pounds, it's uh that's going to be the most entertainment you're going to have for that weekend. So I yeah. Mean, there's there's some guys that take weightlifting so serious, like they're bleeding out of their nose and don't even think twice about it. I well, mean, the- that's like the marathon guys crapping down their shorts because they don't oh, want to stop, you know. Usually one of these marathons, I have to take a bathroom break, but not today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, X-Lax or Imodium? <laughs> if, you, if you're doing road cycling, do you think there's a chance you could like grab onto the, like, the bumper of a pickup or something? <laughs> kind of like Marty McFly-esque? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I would think that would be a, something to uh, maybe ponder while you're doing that. I know I would. Well, guys, we're running out of steam here, so we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Um, go ahead and send us a tweet and tell us what event you think you might be um, uh, competitive in if you just showed up uninvited. Landon, where could they tweet at you to get that information? They could they could tweet at me on no twit Landon 44 That's right, and you can tweet at me. That's at Trader Brent. And uh, before we get out of here, we'll tell you, all the avenues you can find us, of course, that's on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, all under the guise of the Global Ag Network that we're proud members of. And go ahead and check out all the other great podcasts on that network. 
And uh, Landon, I guess we're going to get out of here. We're going to try to get back to the normal schedule of things now that you've moved moved to a different country. You're all settled in. You've gotten your drachmas and your ducats and all that kind of good stuff. So you're all set to go on that. But um, nonetheless, we might have we might sneak a short bus episode back in there. But you just never Did know. I get on how the short bus? You rode the short bus. I grew up with you. I know where you went every. Your short bus had the tinted windows on it. <laughs> That's well, how bad a short bus you were on. I drove the short bus. <laughs> she went to Walcott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had some friends. That's all they had was a short bus going out to the. I, that was I got a, to drive it a few times and pull it out of the driveway so I could play basketball. When sweet. I was, but, was it automatic? It was. Sweet. Sweet. Well, guys, that's all we got for this week. Go ahead and check us out on all those places. We're also on Facebook, and uh, go ahead and subscribe us. We even get, we're even pushed out on YouTube. So go over on YouTube, find us, subscribe to us, and uh, help us make some grocery. Food. But until next time, guys, y'all stay safe, y'all be cool, and we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.